So I've got some advice for our listener, a little uh, help for everybody, a little free legal advice for our listeners in the open too, not even in the uh, in the show itself. Uh, this is a way to uh, see the subliminal, sort of like how Rowdy Roddy Piper and uh, They Live, a show that was probably or a movie from before everyone's time, but has been referenced enough. Hopefully, everyone knows it. You put on the glasses, you can see the aliens. I heard two things happen today. One, uh, someone said something. The second, I walked past a place with a sign. Let me tell you two different things, and you tell me what you think. Massage studio, massage parlor. What's the difference? The parlor gives you a tug at the end is what I think happens. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it gives you a tug at the beginning, and then there's no massage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They just cut right to the chase. We know why you're here. There's no massage. So that probably applies to other things, too. Yoga studio? Okay. Yoga parlor. Mm. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, art studio? That's great. Art parlor? Mm, you're getting a tug. <laughs> So it's really just parlors it's, is what's... <laughs> right, Yeah, exactly. parlor and studio, it depends. That's why, like, I mean, there's uh, parlor tricks. That might be a billiards right. thing, but it's when something is mm. either can be a studio or parlor. Ben, parlor. I always referred to whores as parlor tricks. Exactly. Um, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. In like a, a, he always has. Uh, Still got a it. Victorian house would be like, oh, he's over in the parlor, you know, but you mm-hmm. never see them over mm-hmm. in the parlor. That would, that would always be happening off no. screen. Nope. Nope. The par- if the parlor was on water, it'd be a tugboat. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Got arrested for turning parlor tricks. Right this week, traveling band. Yeah, the uh, ah, local traveling band. East uh, East Bay locals uh, from the Bayou. <laughs> the Bayou's here in the East Bay. Mm. The Bayou, Water Revival. The Bayou, the Bayou, the Bayou. as, as yeah. we call it. They put the Bay uh, in Bayou. Let's just say, <laughs> come on. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, everyone wants to be in a traveling band. It is a fact of life. It's fact. science. Science. Uh, it's evolution. Evolution. Our our ape ancestors dreamed of traveling the country playing sold-out stadium shows to millions of adoring ape fans. They were just too stupid to figure out how to do it. Yep. I agree they were stupid. Well, the good news is we're not too stupid. The bad news is we're just not talented enough. Uh, Since when does that matter? It's about heart. Because as I like to say... Uh, it makes me want to throw my feces. <laughs> Uh, I like to say the free legal advice podcast is where dreams meet reality. Um, (laughs) Making music is hard. I I, I love, that's one of my favorite sayings. Uh, Making music is hard. Making music people will like and listen to is even harder. Mm. That's why God invented the cover band. Yes. The songs are already written. The audience is already there. You just have to download a guitar tab and pluck your way through it until it almost sounds like the real thing. So this week on the Free Legal Advice podcast, we are living the glamorous cover band lifestyle. I'm going to start standing up to receive my award, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) If this isn't a tribute to me, I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be very clear. Uh, This episode, I'm not here to look down upon or knock or spit spit on cover bands. Uh, I'm here to celebrate them. Yeah, of course. Because... Obviously, our ape, there were plenty of our ape ancestors who looked at the ape ancestors who dreamt about being in a band. Those were less talented, and they dreamt about being in the cover band. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people came to see him. That was a great way to make money, oh, yeah. have fun. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have to work. I, I, I think the fact is anyone who's ever played music, uh, has, you have started by learning someone else's song, or you have played someone else's song, even if you're that nerdy piano kid who has a million views on YouTube for playing Beethoven or something, you're covering Beethoven. Uh, yeah. So, oh, you read about like, um, 
the first time the members of Led Zeppelin together got together, they looked at each other and what do you know? And we knew an Elvis song or something. And, you know, they jam on that together. And um, that's how people play music together. You, What do you know? What do we know in common? Let's play that song. It's, a, it's somehow just related recently to rock to say it's a cover band because like... Like, I'm going to go downtown, and then the Columbus Symphony starts playing, and I'll get up and go, hey, they're just a cover band. They're just a cover of Mozart. <laughs> exactly. It's a cover. Come on. Yeah. No, they're, they're, it's a right. Mozart tribute band, though. They're all wearing powdered wigs. No. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> sure. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, this kind of gets into, like, well, I'm not. you're not a, a real drummer because you don't, like, raise goats and then skin them and, and make, your own, <laughs> make your own drums. Fucking poser. Because, like, I don't know how many groups don't write their own music or singers that didn't write their own music. I mean, don't shit on the cover bands, man. Absolutely not. I uh, We have all went, played music, t- uh, the four of us together, we play uh, cover songs, right? Uh, Corey mm-hmm. has, has the EGOT of uh, <laughs> cover bands covered, as we'll get into. Right. Um, and I, I have friends uh, who are, and in, in, uh, some guys from college who are in cover bands from uh, of varying degrees of success. But like every time I see the fact that somebody, whether you're playing other people's music or not, when you get to get get together with a group of people and and play music, and also that there's people there listening to it, like hey, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty fun. Um, so I think I have categorized uh, four levels of cover band and that I'm going to walk through. There may be others. I might be missing some, but kind of starting with the, uh, we'll go through evolution here. We start with the garage band. Um, and I guess from an evolutionary standpoint, perhaps that's where apes first learned guitar, but, um, (laughs) their garages. Yeah. The garage band is like, Hey, I can play this chord. Do you know how to, do you know that? You know, and it's like the, the, the groups to getting together at someone's basement or garage and you're kind of, you figure out these are the, we've got five fucking songs that we can play. Uh, there, we know like, we know that green day one, we know a Leonard Skinner song. Uh, and we've got three one. more green days. <laughs> three more green days. <laughs> well, I don't know if I know that one. Just play the same thing on the drums. Just keep doing the same on the drums. Don't worry, Ed. There's just different words. As Matt mentions GarageBand, again, I'm standing up to receive my awards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in this, in this stage particularly, uh, every group, every time I've been in what I'll call a GarageBand, it, it is, it's like, okay, we, we know one uh, Green Day, we know one Leonard Skinner, we know a Prince song, and then we know that one by Willie Nelson. It's like all over the like. There's no possible like combination, or it doesn't actually make sense. There's no theme to the music that you're playing, but you're like, these are the ones we have figured out how to play and are capable of playing. The level of conversation you're having at that stage of band, uh, which I've been in, is like, we should get a singer so we know where we are in the song. Like, <laughs> you're worried about the most important, like, broadest stroke. That's not about our, our, like, our theme and our image. It's just kind of like, you know, like, oh, we'll need a bass player, won't we? Oh, uh, it's so hard to sing and play at the same time, though. Yeah, it's and that's not even, let's, let's get it out of the way, like, that I can't sing. I am not a singer. It's not going to sound good. But even, as Corey pointed out, just for the sake of keeping time so we know where we're at, it's so hard to sing and play at the same time. So yeah, yeah, you're like, what if we just got someone in here? Hear me out. They just sing. That that's all they do. Hmm. That's all they do. So f- for a while now, I think since early this year, every other week I jam with these guys here in town, uh, and three of them listen to the show. So uh, as you say, it's impossible. It's literally impossible to play and sing at the same time. That's a fact, <laughs> a scientific fact. <laughs> we played uh, this past Wednesday, and in one song, they, they're like, I think we could work out a four-part harmony as the rhythm and lead guitarists are both <laughs> singing harmony parts and the drummer's singing a harmony part, and there is a singer who's actually singing. It's like, fuck all of you guys. Hey, I am just going, yeah, do you play bass, bass, bass. Okay. bass. <laughs> I play bass in there. Yeah. <laughs> I have the easiest shit to play, and I do the least by by far, and I'm like, I don't know how you guys are singing. They're playing lead lines in separate rhythms from the song and singing. So <laughs> there's yeah. no, I don't believe that they're making that shit up. There's no they're way a harmony can have four parts. I don't. That's not even. <laughs> that's not how music works. Right. Like, th- I've heard three parts before, but come on. Now that's just inflation. That's just yeah. inflation. Uh, 
Yeah, so I consider Garage Band the stage of you're jamming, you're playing with friends. People could come over to the garage and have a beer uh-huh. with you. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have to, you know, uh, be playing. They can come and enjoy. But I think the next step up is what I call bar band, where you have somehow got, somehow your plucky little group has figured out how to get a gig, an actual capital G gig, where it could be a local bar, um, Hell, it could be a graduation party. Like, it doesn't matter, but, like, you got a gig. People said you could play, and, like, there are people that are going to somehow show up and, and watch you play. Like, that that's the next level. And, Corey, again, you have yeah. been in this level of band. Again, I'm standing up to receive my award for the bar band. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, how would you, what, how would you class, uh, like, talk about the difference between that garage band lifestyle to graduating to the bar band lifestyle? The garage, okay, the garage band lifestyle is, uh, We've got a broom taped to a chair, taped to a microphone, <laughs> and and I think by the time you get to bar band, it's like I'd really like you to bring in your own instruments. Like you got, you have to have like a level of polish, and you have to be able to do like here's here's thirty to fifty songs we can play, and then they're like, good, stand over there and try not to get caught drinking beer. I I played I I don't know if I would consider as fully gone making that transition. But I played with a, guy, a a group of guys in New York, and there was a practice space above a bar, and a, we were definitely in garage band phase when we would just we rented out the space every I think it was a Monday night. We we have like like from eight to midnight, we just get to like play really loud music, and re, again an eclectic mix of covers, and we'd come up with some own song our own songs or whatever. But then. Afterwards, we'd go down, go down and celebrate like the Viking victory, and have beers of like all the loud noise that we just made upstairs. Um, but we did then play a few shows. Um, I don't think they were ever paid. I think I think it's, there might have even been one where we paid a place to, to let us play there. Like, would, does that count as bar band? Or, in my mind, it's, was it a bar? It was a bar. Hey, You're a bar if band. You were getting screwed on the price, then yeah, that's bar band. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm. That's true. You're not. You're not making a, a killing uh, living in the bar band. Um, which I, I, I should mention, uh, uh, Frank Cream and the Dream Machines' new album, Max Pump, actually is available now uh, uh, wherever royalties can be had. I'll just put in a quick <laughs> advertisement for. Uh, <laughs> New for, album, uh, Max Pump album. Go check it out. Uh, the the official quasi bar band of the Free Legal Advice podcast. Um, in my mind, I don't know if this is ne- necessarily the next level, but it to me there is a different type, or it's kind of like you have to change your game a little bit. Wedding band again, Corey. Mm. <laughs> <Exactly>. Stand up, except <laughs> your I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I've, my hands are full from the first two, but I would like to say like <laughs> right. it's the same speech every time. <laughs> I thank myself and no one else. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you would at least thank Guitar Magazine, some of those tabs you learned uh, back in the day. Not after <laughs> like four weeks in a row of shit I've never heard of. <laughs> right. Um... Yeah, wedding band, there's like a certain expectation that you're like, have a decorum perhaps, or a certain level of professional professionality. You definitely need, uh, for wedding band, you definitely need the level of, um, I can play Brown Eyed Girl three times in a row, uh, (laughs) or like, you know, um, Sweet Home Alabama, as long as you can do that twice a night, you're pretty much good. But there are there are there there are there are niceties to be observed and rituals that need to be observed. You know, uh, you got to play a couple of the hits, and then uh, when people want to dance, that's when you put on the uh, the DJ and take a break. That I, that you're definitely speaking from experience. There, there are believe it or not, I've been to weddings <laughs> where the wedding band can play rock songs and slow songs. No, I don't. I don't believe like, that. They do that. They they do the whole thing. They do the whole thing. I know it sounds crazy. It's an East Bay thing. Uh, I've I've been to weddings where wedding bands don't play Blink 182's "Damn It" and several other Blink 182 songs that are not appropriate at all. Are you sure? Are you sure those people were officially married then? (laughs) I don't think not in not in the county that we grew up in. For sure. Uh, Yeah, Corey and I play. I I think I played three weddings with Corey. Um, We didn't have. 
I don't think we tried to like have matching uniforms, but we had to. We just wore like a suit, right? Like wear a tie and a vest or something. Yeah, I think uh, was like uh, what we were tie and a vest, looking sharp. You know, that's a good look yeah. for the wedding band. And I will say that back to bar bands as well. There's a wide variety. There are bar bands that like. I'm we're in a cover band that is known throughout the greater Cleveland metro area and we play a lot of uh you know all all, all the big holla- New Year's Eve we've got a gig uh you know playing McSorley's in downtown Cleveland and stuff like that and you you can get pretty big with that um so wedding band also there's a wide variety of talent the last category I had thought of was tribute band where you're not just covering the song. You're trying to cover the look and the costume. You're trying to recreate the entire authentic experience. Matt, are you referring to the uh, Green Day Blue Album release party that I played? Thank you so much. I'll just complete my EGOT here. <laughs> just when I thought you weren't going to be able to swoop in. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did once. Uh, I guess you could call that by a technicality that it was a tribute to Green Day, but um, now I'm thinking of your your Zosos, mm-hmm. your you know band that uh, it really comp- goes for the whole look, the sound, the feel. Um, you know, there's Beatles cover bands. There's cover bands for a lot of uh, different groups. But uh, um, Grant, I know you've you've been to see Zoso oh, yeah. and perhaps others. Just um, them. What is your take on the tribute band? Do you do you find it to be like a worthwhile experience? Uh, I I enjoyed watching them. I've I went went to see them probably like four or five times actually. Uh, I I also have seen them, and it is like, hey, it's cool watching people who are good at playing Zeppelin yeah. music. Uh, you know, really rock out to it. Matt, when you mention when you mention cover bands, it's like, oh, music I like, but the band won't play their new shit. Sweet. When you when <laughs> yes. you get to tribute bands, you're like, that's just the one band I like, and none of the new shit. <laughs> awesome. I can't get yes. that enough. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, for me, there's three categories of tribute bands. There's like the clever named ones, like okay. uh, uh, Oasis. Like Les Zeppelin. Les Zeppelin, oh. thank you very much. Although I have that one in a different category. Nearly Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sames, <laughs> Sames Brown. Um, <laughs> uh, or uh, The Antidote, which is a Cure cover band. Uh, uh, or, or you've got a gimmick, which I was going to say, Les okay. Zeppelin is your gimmick. Okay, uh, that's a gimmick. I once saw Mini Kiss, and I'm pissed I didn't stay for the whole show. Uh, or, were they, uh, the were mis- they small people? You better believe yes. it. Oh, my God. And um, The Misfats, who ah. are The Misfits, but they're super fat. And then the third category is just the call it as you like it. That's like the John McAdams Music Quartet, a Beatles tribute band. Mm. <laughs> or one no, from my own experience, you. from my own experience, Jerry Garnett, the chairman incarnate, a Frank Sinatra experience. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. I was going to say no thank you to that whole, whole grouping, but I, I, appreciate, I appreciate his, his cleverness there. Uh, one more for the gimmick is, uh, that I've seen is Mac Sabbath. Which is a oh, McDonald's Black yes. Sabbath tribute. <laughs> uh, if you ever have a chance to see them, it it is exa- it, it's exactly what you as it sounds. There's like um, the uh, shit. What are their Hamburglar, names? Mayor McCheese, Ronald McDonald. People dressed in full McDonald land covering Black Sabbath songs. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they have they killing have, uh, Black Sabbath songs. Yes, Mac Sabbath. <laughs> Like in the full grimace, like purple ass costume, yes. in full regalia, and yes. uh, they're slaying it. They're absolutely slaying it. Um, oh, but they also so it does it does go into parody because they change some of the words to uh, to to be like um, McDonald's based words. Oh, that could be instead uh, of war pigs, it's war nugs. It's mm. Slayer McCheese, Ronald Osborne, Grim Alice. And Cat Burglar, uh, I don't know enough about uh, Black Sabbath, perhaps, to get some of those jokes. But anyways. They look like the things and play the stuff. Yeah. So you've got your tribute band. Is there any other kind of, is there another any other cover bands? Well, I, I just want to asterisk this here. Um, first, a question to Grant. You were in a band, Maneater and the Juggernauts. Yeah. Did you guys play Ohio State? You were playing on campus? Yeah. Yes. You had a real gig playing OSU, which is... I mean, that's a huge college campus. 
A campus band sounds a lot bigger than wedding band. Yeah, I mean, Corey, I, mean, ooh, I don't think you've ever we played like, like a college. It was you like didn't on do the, the college steps tours. of a building outside, and there were some people there. <laughs> but in theory, all 60,000 students were <laughs> in the audience. Have, could have. You were doing the university There's circuit. There's a potential audience. The enrollment of almost 60,000 people. Almost well, 60,000 people. And we were not contained by a building. We were outside, play. so I think that counts. Okay. Exactly. It was open air. Yeah. You had an open air an gig. open air open amphitheater. Air. It could have been yep. 60,000 plus. Mm-hmm. Look, Grant played Ohio State University. Ohio Stadium holds over 100,000 <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. And that's I'm not a dome. Those two facts that's open there, air. So in theory, even though we were on the opposite side of the campus, in theory, you could have heard us from in there. For all I know, it was full. Yeah, I can't prove that it wasn't. I, know, I, know, no, 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 I can't no. prove that I it wasn't. I just said two facts. Yeah, he said they two facts, facts, neither of which are false. Both of which are true. <laughs> Both of which are true. Wow. Anyway, Corey, if you want his autograph next time you're in Columbus, I'll see what I can do. I will not give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get it through Ben. An intermediary. Grant's signing it. He's halfway. Wait, you're not going to give this to Corey, are you? (laughs) (laughs) To anyone but Corey. Don't don't write my name. Don't write my name. Don't write my cat. Okay, yeah. To anyone but Corey. Best wishes. Best wishes. (laughs) And you say this is to another Corey. It's not to that Corey. Okay, yeah, sure. To Corey. It's a different one. You're my best friend, brother. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good times. Well, you know, a lot of of members of Little Captain Travis, that's you, our listening audience, might not know this, but uh, back in the day, you know this uh, this group. We're we're actually in a cover band, and we we can still we play out sometimes. You know, back in the day, we play. Of course, we played high school parties, and uh, even for a little while, I, I remember that show we played at the VFW. That was fun. Um, kind of like local celebrities, really. Um, which is it, it's fun, kind of being the in the band around town. Ben, what was the what was what's the name of our band? Uh, let our audience know. <sighs> we're the Almostman Brothers band. Look, I thought we were going to be an Almond Brothers tribute band. I didn't know none of us could play slide guitar or sing. I Look, and I, then Corey I already had already had printed up the t-shirts. So. Exactly. <laughs> the t-shirts, I had that big sign made and they wouldn't send it back, so we were the the Almostman Brothers. The Almostman Brothers band. I mean, uh, we would damned if we haven't tried a hundred times to figure out how to play Ramblin' Man. It's just not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to uh, work this thing. But look, we, we've got the big sign. Want to do Every, a little uh, go, Green Day? <laughs> when you walk into the Tin Lizzie and you see that Almostman Brothers ba- band sign hanging in the back, you know you're in for a good night. Yep. Um, have a, it's, a good it's a fun... Uh, it's a fun. We're kind of a fun group. We, Corey, what? How would you describe like our theme or our look for for the band that we? Oh, you can tell when we're up on stage uh, because uh, originally when Ben was working out the Almostman Brothers band, I had bought the rights to the Danger Brothers. Uh, <laughs> I bought the show from them, and uh, to differentiate ourselves because we're no longer the Danger Brothers, we are. So we're wearing like the black and white striped like convict outfits. But to differentiate ourselves, we're also wearing the bottoms of two-person horse costumes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like each of us is in a. So I'm. Let me yes. just let me just paint the stage. Each of us has a full horse, like front leg, two back, two leg, and then a and then a prison. T- and a since I don't, top. hey, and since I don't sing, don't need a mic. I wear a top. <laughs> we look like old-timey convicted satyrs, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We don't play pan flutes, but yes. I do like how, uh, I mean, I, I am not a, a, a costume expert. I like how Corey's horse costume is a top and bottom and not a front and back. But uh, <laughs> that, that's, uh, I'm sure it could be pulled off. I'm sure it could be pulled off. Um, yeah, like I said, you, you got that Almost Been Brothers band playing tonight here, and you see those, uh, those uh, criminal satyrs. You're in for a good tune. In fact, Grant, we're, we... We're pretty much, lo- we're like have a basic local residency at that, uh, where we play all the time. Oh yeah, so look, I mean, we played everywhere, for one thing. We hit we hit the EGOT of Putnam County Band Venues, <laughs> which is okay. uh, also known as the push, a party, a wedding, splinters, and the hitching post. We hit, I mean, we, we hit we <laughs> the four, uh, but obviously our four. main haunt was uh, that bar over in Finley, Der Quentin Sprunghaus. 
a bar themed like a traditional <laughs> German beer hall with TVs that only play episodes of Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> and only season two. We, and that's they the don't thing. do any of the other seasons. <laughs> they, that's the only that, DVD they own. Yeah, they don't have the yeah. others. They, come on. They have three, but it's scratched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just... Yeah. That's the thing. That's how you know how, how big we are, is that even people from our home county will drive over to the county to the next, next county. To the next county to come see us. We've, we've got a pretty big following. It's been, that's the thing, Grant. Like, I'd like to, I think, I think, I won't speak for you, but I think we've all dreamt a little bigger. Like, God damn, wouldn't it be cool if we could kind of take it to the next level, take the show on the road a little bit? But the way I look at it, you need, there's two things you need to go to that next level, and it's like time and money, right? We've all mm-hmm. got our busy lives and everything. Uh, how can we set that aside? But here, We've got, I, I think the stars are aligning. So as you know, I'm on summer break from teaching, so I'm free. Mm-hmm. The factory's shut down for, for two weeks during the summer. Corey's free. Mm-hmm. Ben's been milking disability checks for years, so now he's, we know he's got nothing <laughs> but time. And now that Grant's been placed on paid administrative leave by the police department pending the investigation of his potentially racially motivated shooting... We're all it was free. not potential. It was not potentially. So we got the availability. Here's where I'm delighted to tell you, fellas. As you know, I'm pretty good at the scratch off tickets. I'm <laughs> I'm basically semi pro. Playing cards. Got a calls system. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Of <laughs> the system is meaning he can't quit. He has off. a strong gambling addiction. Yes, he's the Michael Jordan. <laughs> Well, boys, <laughs> I splurged on one of those $20 tickets. Oh, shit. One of them big old you fat ones. You can't lose on those. <laughs> Took me a half hour to scratch off that some bitch. <laughs> $20, Matt, you'd have to get two cherries and a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, let's just say I have come into several hundred dollars. Oh, nice. So we've got the time, we've got the money. Let's make our dreams come true. Let's take the show on the road. Um, so don't want to spend all our money in one place. Uh, we got a big tour lined up. I'm actually looking forward to the uh, the concert T-shirts, you know, the kind that have like all the, it's going to say like the KFC and the, you know, splinters on the back. Um, ben, where's our first gig? Okay, guys, look, I know that the last two gigs I booked were for 5K fun runs. <laughs> and it's nice to play, but when it's for charity... All we got were those leftover t-shirts. I know. I know that that's all we got. But the next gig that I booked us, the church festival, baby. Oh, the yes. church festival. Mm, Fuck Doing yes. the church festival. That's, yep, that's right. I know a lot of people are just going to be drunk and playing the money wheel, but there's going to be a couple people sort of dancing and, and paying attention to us. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to do those little... They're not, let, let's be clear, they're not scratch-offs, and they do not take no. the same level of skill as no. scratch-off, but they're little, like, flip-book things, you know, they've, they've got the money flowing. They're, they're, we'll pass the tip jar, we follow yep. around the guy who breaks open the book, has a winner, hand him the tip jar, this is going to be great. Um, now, they are still only going to pay us with the leftover t-shirts, but uh, <laughs> it is the church festival. Okay. It okay. is the church okay. festival. They're going to be pretty sweet t-shirts. Uh, so, like, the way I look at it is, like, we, we hold on to these things and, like, put those on eBay in a few years. Mm-hmm. Make our money mm-hmm. back. So, we're playing the church festival. parish festival. Yeah. T-shirts. For leftover shirts. And they're all, ben, they're put- all smalls and 5Xs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a small yeah. over my 5X. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Ben, I did put you in charge of the travel budget because I, I want to be oh. able to play more than just the church festival. Where, h- how are we getting around? So, uh, okay, so a friend of mine has a truck, and I asked him um, if we could borrow it, and also how many miles per T-shirt it gets because <laughs> of the budget that I had to work with. Um, uh, so we can't use the truck. Um, <laughs> now, there's a couple, I, okay. my dad had an old Bonneville, uh, mm. a 77 Pontiac Bonneville that doesn't run, so we can't use that. Um, I know a guy who has part of the trailer for the Tilt-A-Whirl, and 
as long as we can tie stuff to the top of it, it's got two of the Tilt-A-Whirl cars on it and then a space where a couple fell off. If we can tie some of the, I assume the drums mostly mm-hmm. are the, the bulky thing, but we can, we've got the Tilt-A-Whirl hauler, uh, give that a paint job or not. And, uh, I think that, that we can get, we can make it to the church festival. Nice. Hell yeah. Probably. Now. In good weather. I'm thinking, especially, this could really help with the budget. Hopefully, our next gig is in the town where the next county fair is, uh, so that we can, <laughs> yeah. the Tilt-A-Whirl uh, machine takes us where we need to go. Uh, yeah, that's also a definite, uh, he, we're, we could, it's, we're, we're following the, the uh, <laughs> we're on the circuit, the migration of the uh, entertainment, yes, the yeah, fairground the car- The carny yeah. migration pattern. Yes, thank Corey, you. There we go. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, fingers crossed, our next gig is going to be where the same place the carnies are going. You know, uh, as it turns out, yes. Um, uh, I was able to uh, I was able to put the word out that we got the band back together or started it from mm-hmm. afresh. I can't remember. Yeah, whichever one but, it is. Uh, whatever it is, everyone agreed. And so I booked us at, probably not a listener, Jay Mormon's Machine Shed. Uh, we'll be playing the main <laughs> stage. By, uh, it's not stage, uh, flatbed wagon. We'll be playing the main flatbed wagon Ooh. at Jay Mormon's Machine Shed in Glendorf, the Ohio. The flatbed. For Fuck yes. the prestigious annual His Parents Out of Town kegger. <laughs> nice. The big one. The big That's chili the party. Big one. Wow. That's the That's one. That's the big one. Yeah. It only happens once a year. This is, uh, it's good that we, um, we've, we got there. We're playing the big show. Things are lining up. Uh, did he say, if, are, are, we, are we getting, how are we getting paid for that one, Corey? Oh, absolutely we're getting paid. Uh, okay. He okay. said, uh, he said he'll bring us up a couple pitchers of beer. And you know we can bum a cigarette from anyone in the audience with the level at which we'll be rocking. <laughs> and one of us is going to get lucky with uh, old Miss Tilly next door, the neighbor who's checking on us and just make sure none of you's drinking is driving. <laughs> By the way, old, old Miss Tilly, one of us is guaranteed to get to fifth base. Mm, nice. <laughs> is that written into our, our contract? Is that a, a contractual That's fifth a, base? He te- Jay Mormon texted uh, me that. Okay, that's yeah. So you yes. got it in writing. It's binding, and by that I mean you'll never get the smell out, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than legally binding. Yes. Chemically bonded. Covalent. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Now that's none of them ionic bonds, right? No. My boys don't play for none of no, them ionic bonds. Not ionic. Bonds. All right. Yep. Covalent. Yeah. It's covalent. <laughs> yep. It's in our writer. I I just want to be clear though, like we we don't want to live too. This life on the road can get expensive. We don't want to live too high. Like, Corey, what, how are we, like, what's our food budget look like? How are we going to make sure that we're going to stay fed, but, like, not, you know, we got to stretch that dollar? Yeah, you know, I was looking into it, and the, uh, the cheapest food-adjacent consumable is um, uh, school lunches. So uh, uh, nice. I bought a bunch of I bought I'm in yeah. I bought a bunch of school lunches, which turns out they're so cheap we can also afford uh, a lunch lady to come along and serve it. Now we do have one <laughs> issue: we cannot transport these foodstuffs across state lines, calling them food. So the lunch lady has to be classified as my guitar tech. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. for tax purposes, she's a clergyman. And here's the thing: here's the thing. If we've got extra shows and stuff. Then all we have to do is take up the Cory diet, which is to eat once a day when reminded by loved ones or medical professionals. <laughs> Sweet. As long as that meal is a bread tangle of pizza, yes. I am fucking in. <laughs> a bread tangle. A, a bread tangle? Pizza tangle. A little plastic cup. Or perhaps a taco pizza yeah. hexagon. Could be either one. Oh, God. You can hexagon really, city, baby. You can taste the shape. Yeah, I mean, that's, you're learning while you're eating. <laughs> it's educational. At some damn tacos. Yep. So... Grant, I want to be clear. Uh, Corey did say we probably shouldn't be going across state line. Where Where's our next gig at? Uh, well, it's local, but it's... Mm, I mean, it might as well not be. It's at uh, the Oddfellows Hall in Dutster. And, you know, Dutster is one of those places where, like, it's not a real town. It's There isn't even a sign, but it's like a relative or someone would be like, oh, yeah, over in Dutster. You know, as, yeah, I got a part for my, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, my fridge motor over in Dutster. No, you did not. 
No, you did not transact business in Dutster, but it's just like an intersection and an old and a church that like ten people go to. There's a church but, in Dutster. Yeah, though, there's Grant, a church. My, and an intersection, you can see a house from my there. My wife's right. grandma or grew up there that is no act- There's no actual church, and they'll say it's over by Culver Church or something like that. And you go, what does that mean? What? There's no church there. What is Cuba Church, honestly. Yes, but anyway. Yes, my, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's by Culver Church in Dutster. What are you talking about? <laughs> but somehow they have an Atalo, so I don't know how. But yeah, it's worth yeah. playing. Ah, the, this Damn is going to be great. Maybe we can finally figure out where the hell or where what the, the hell, hell Dutster, Dutster is. is. Then I'll know <laughs> what Uncle Jim has been saying uh, this yeah. whole time. Yeah. Um, so the Odd Fellows, uh, despite their name, they're good folk. Uh, <laughs> Grant, how are how are they lot, paying but... us uh, for the for the show? Uh, now, this isn't some uh, you know five X T shirt or you know this is this is the real this is the real shit. Chi-Chi's Fiesta Bucks. Now, if Chi-Chi's <laughs> ever makes a comeback, boy, howdy. Will we be living high and wide, let me tell you. High and wide. High and wide. Yep. All directions, <laughs> both high and wide. Uh, he only has $10, but it's $10 in Chi-Chi's Fiesta Bucks. Come on. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified, because I was like, oh, Chi-Chi's is back. And you said, if they make... Okay, so they're back, but like... <laughs> Much like the the extra shirts, like we can, we're gonna sit on those bucks. And Grant, those are only gonna appreciate in value. They can, they only, can only appreciate. That's what economists will tell you that. Um, <laughs> now, physicists Grant, we've will been... tell you that from its current state of absolute zero, it can only appreciate. <laughs> yes, that yeah. will, economists will tell you that it cannot possibly have negative value. So, in theory, it can only appreciate. Yep, Grant, we've been. All over this, all over multiple counties. Now we've been to the church festival. We played Jay Mormon's big parents out of town uh, gig. We rocked the shit out Hell, of. Dunster. We were just in. We rocked the <laughs> shit out of Dunster. Where are we staying? While wow, we're on the road, like so far away from home, like how? Are, where are we staying? See, that's the thing. Uh, none of the local establishments will accept Chi-Chi's Fiesta Bucks or old <laughs> uh, T-shirts as uh, as you know a payment for a room to sleep in. It's just not in the budget, guys. So. Where do we sleep? Everywhere. Everything we do, <laughs> only three of us will do. So driving to the next gig, okay, someone's in the tilter world sleeping. Uh, we're loading mm-hmm. gear into the venue. That's bedtime for one of us. Uh, we're eating at Burger King. One of us is sleeping in a booth while the rest of us pour liquefied french fries down their throat. Uh, our entire <laughs> second set is just songs that only require three of us. There's no like no drums on this song, no bass on this song. We're just There's always yeah. one of us uh, nap time. In that two and a half hours yep. of sleep a night, we'll be good. <laughs> sure. This is brilliant. I can curl up in a pile of turkey trot 5Ks and uh, exactly. catch that's, that's, <laughs> See, those shirts are working Come twice back for, for a us. big bass solo. Yep. We're, we're, we're hot bunking it. This is the, the <laughs> cover band 24-7 hot bunk. Yeah, it's like a uh, nuclear submarine. A <laughs> <laughs> um, cover band's a lot like a nuclear submarine. <laughs> In that we put Dutster on the map. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Or no, we blew Dutster off the map. Or... I got a part for my Ohio class submarine over in Dutster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a dry dock. Dutster, you know? The yeah. Dutster garage. Haven't you been to Culver Church? Uh, God damn haven't it. you been to no. Dutster garage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, look, I, I don't want to take this to the next level or like big the time. Next you level guys, is when we cause... talk about Hell Comes to Frogtown and we talk about Frogtown Elevator again. Like Frogtown's that another anyway. place. I mean, there's North Creek. Yep. What the fuck we, is we that? We toured Frogtown. It's all, it's, it, it made it to the back of the shirt. So look, um, again, I'm not trying to big time you guys because we've we've played those gigs we just played were legit. But I am not making this up. Our next gig, we are playing the main stage at Coachella. <laughs> That's right. Uh, wow. Matt, Matt, I have one question. Coach By- Heller's <laughs> retirement party. <laughs> He's got that huge backyard. We're going to be front and center. Well, I mean, actually, so actually I do, I'll, I'll be clear. We're not front and center. He has some cow chip bingo going on in the backyard. But we're going to be right next to that. And I think a lot okay. of people who come to watch the cows take a shit. They're going to end up listening to us. They don't so, have a choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
It's, it's like an old no be... smoking section. He's got a no no music section, but it's just a line on the ground. You can hear, you can smell the music over the couches. Yeah. Ben, there's some plants in a in a see through like breeze block uh, wall in yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some painted lattice. There we go. Yeah, answer free. Now, I know you're gonna say, you know what what's he paying us? You guys know how tough Coach Heller was. He's not paying <laughs> us money, but he did say. If we play for free, he won't make us do push-ups. Oh, nice. So that's, that's as nice. good as, I mean. Yeah. I, I know as soon as I mentioned Coach Hellers, you guys were like, fuck, we're going to have to do push-ups. Have to do push-ups, fuck so, it. So, yeah. He said, he said we won't have to do push-ups. Um, <laughs> do we still have to do laps if we uh, don't edit out the curse words? Yeah, we're going to have to make a decision that night. Like, do we cuss and do laps? Or do we, you know... I don't have... Do I can't do that. One of the most important political statements we've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are we going to be true to ourselves, or, or are we going to actually take a stand for something? It's that. And I'm talking all the way around, all the way around the goalpost, too. Like, not just, you know, half Damn. He's going to make us go all the way around the goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're playing all over the Tri-County area, and uh, the thing is, we put on a good show. Like, there's a good entertainment quality, and the reason is... Um, I've been in charge of like the the crew budget and the like kind of the FX budget, um, just to put on a you know a good quality show, stretching the dollar. You might not be able, when I say crew, and you're like, whoa, I thought we had a limited in a limited budget here. Why why do we even have roadies? You know, if you uh, you might think we wouldn't be able to afford a crew, but if so, then you've never heard of interns mm-hmm. because it's literally free labor. You just tell them that they're getting college credit. They have to do whatever you tell them. Nice. So we've got a bunch of interns. They report to the lunch lady. Like Corey <laughs> said, she's kind of the, she's the, the head, head roadie. Yeah, and when they ask for the college credit, just, you know, say, no, it's, uh, it's her. Yeah, just ask her about it. Mm-hmm. Give them the runaround until we, you know, get out of there. She works for the school. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't um, be us. That's true. She is a school official. Yeah. Um. So for special effects, we're not just getting up there, you know, strumming guitars. We're putting on like a, a show. I hit up the garage sales. I got one of those uh, play school flashlights. Goes white, mm. green, red. Mm. How about that? All the colors guy? you need. Yeah, <laughs> the big three. All I got three. all three colors. Uh huh. And for we're, we're gonna have like kind of like a a, a fog or a smoke effect. Uh, I told all the interns they have to take up smoking. Nice. Two packs per show <laughs> each, and they're like just going to huff that shit all over the stage. Yes, exactly. So we like give them, get a real you effect. Know, <laughs> yep, they, they do the like 48 cigarettes in your mouth at once, and the lunch lady comes around with a butane, and she lights them, mm-hmm. and they start you know huffing all over the stage. So it's going to look pretty cool. It's going to oh, look yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You got that play school light going and the smoke. A bed sheet sweet. with our name painted on it. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Wait, that's the sign that we couldn't take back? <laughs> no, I asked my mom for a bed sheet, and she gave it to me, and I'm like, well, this is I, I need a new one now. And she was really pissed off, and she's like, you're going to have to make that one work. Uh, we weren't supposed to write on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the Almostman brothers. It's just how it is now. Sorry. Holy, sorry, guys, I don't want to be distracted. Holy shit. I just got an email from our agent. Uh, so I, I just got an email from mom. <laughs> saying the Danger Brothers are looking for an opening act to go on tour with them this summer. Son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I'm that talking, tour's going to be awesome. I'm buying tickets right now. <laughs> no, Grant, I'm talking Allen County Fair. I'm talking Ooh. Mercer County Fair. And the big granddaddy of them all, Labor Day weekend at the Putin Bay County Fair. <laughs> Fellas. Yeah. The granddaddy. They're looking for an opening act. Here, we just got to put our heads together. What what do we do to get their attention? I know our show's been pretty sweet. You know, we got we got the lighting and we've got we got our chops together. Like you don't go through Dutster and not have your chops together, <laughs> right? But like, I'm thinking every band, uh, every band in the Tri County area is going to be trying out for the Danger Brothers opening Dude. act uh what do what we if do I wear to... my, what if i wear my big johnson shirt on stage <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so i don't give attention. any f's i do not give one f okay speaking of f's we cuss on the mic we're just we just do it 
we, we look. I can't sing. I might as well swear. <laughs> <laughs> Got to compensate somehow. Three part swears. Let's do three part swears. <laughs> you say fuck. You say shit. You say damn. Yeah, Grant. Grant. Yes, exactly. Grant swears. That's how uh, swearing harmony. Matt I've says heard tell- Matt says shit, and I do a perfect fucked. Like I'll sing the perfect fuck above it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect fuck. I've heard tell of four part swears, Ben. I think we can yeah. go. We take it to the next level. We can go mm. all four. Uh. Yeah, you just add mother in the front of it. <laughs> you just add several more syllables to bitch, and then you got it. Hell yeah. yes. So Ben's got a Ben's got his what you said, Big Johnson shirt. Oh yeah, I'm wearing. I'm gonna it. wear my big dog shirt. Maybe we could get like a Dick's Crab House or what's that place called? Uh, you know, tour. One Crab's of you guys can wear something from Dick. Dick, crab's, crab's dick house. Wear <laughs> your crab's dick house shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna be wearing my crab's dick house hat. Hey, and I'm gonna okay. wear my shirt that just says Cunties. <laughs> all the, Swear all the word pun. Uh, locals and don't worry, in Dutster they all know about Cunties. Yeah, they, they know get, about right. Uh, <laughs> what else I are you gonna that, get your lawnmower fixed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever the fuck you, whatever the fuck you go to Dunster for. <laughs> well, the only other reason you go there, they still have a pop machine that's twenty five cents. They have one of those twenty five no cent can pop seven machines. Up. Yep, it's only seven up and A and W, but twenty five cents. They they forgot to change it. It's a rent controlled pop machine. <laughs> 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 protecting the most vulnerable set of neighbors amongst us then, that's the, the, yeah. only, the only problem is new flavors can't move in <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're never gonna get a grape fucking mellow yellow god damn it oh vanilla coke with your gentrification get the fuck out of here hipster shit so obviously we've got their attention but here's here's the thing and this is where this uh, this might get a little might raise the tension here a little bit. Ben, they were so impressed uh, the the Danger Brothers that is they were so impressed Whoa. with with your audition. They are asking you to join the Danger Brothers. No way! Do I'd be you, a DB brother. Do you join or do you stay <laughs> the with the DB Almost Brothers, Brothers band? Like <laughs> yes. I've always wanted to be in the DB Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a DB, but then do you leave all of this Almondspin Brothers behind? I like. I mean, yeah. We're, we're... <laughs> okay, that is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Oh my god, I'm taking off my horse pants already. Like, and I've got the striped clothes on. Or I think that's okay. Clear. Now, here's the thing, Corey and Grant. They. There are ways in the Danger Brothers. They asked Ben right out, and that fucker said yes. So now mm-hmm. the, the Almost Ben Brothers are no more. We ba- we're basically disbanded. How can we each, and you, know, you decide for your own, how do we get in the Danger Brothers? I'll kill like, Ben. Fuck Ben. <laughs> oh, you what? Yeah, I'll kill him. You took my answer, which is you have to kill a Danger Brother to become a Danger Brother. Well, I wondered if there was like a minor league. If, are, there, are there like a triple-A tier system here? Are you guys going to draft someone? Are you calling someone up from a lesser band? <laughs> the drummer from the DBs got relegated, so Grant got promoted into uh, into the DB. Nice. You guys are suckers taking the long way around. I already said we bought the uniforms. I'm just going to stand up on stage and ska dance, and they're going to be like, I think he was always here. <laughs> and if they start to question me, I shake the electrical cord like it's a chain. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with their act. I assume that's part of it. I call uh, I call a uh, tambourine guy. There's there's room for if there's a room for a guy dancing like Scott, uh, just you know, student, just doing ska dancing. I I call guy who just gets to shake the tambourine. I got caution tape around my head. Like uh, that's, that's uh, he's nuts. You're automatically in. So yeah. Let's just say, little Cam Travis, we made it. We've arrived. We made it to to the Danger Brothers, uh, the big time, the Premier League, as it were, of cover bands. Now, um, little Captain Travis, we hope you uh, you know enjoyed the uh, talking about cover bands. But we're thinking about taking this to the next level. We want to start a cover podcast. Let us know uh, what podcast should we cover. We could do, you know, WTF with Mark Marin. I'll play Mark and 
Ben will be like Obama or somebody that interviews. Uh, we'll do it word for word. Uh, let us Martin. know. That's how I got AIDS. <laughs> I don't know. I was practicing. <laughs> well, Mark, Mark, sorry. You know, it was a tough presidency, but uh, look what I can do with my tummy. I can make my tummy move in a funny way. Check out my tummy. <laughs> nope, I almost got it. I can almost... Uh, hold on. I'll almost do the other thing. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. I'm move my fingers like this. Hold on. I'm move my Hold fingers on. like this. I was doing it the other day. I had it. <laughs> Little Captain Travis, uh, let us know what you want us to cover. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to check out some wild ass pictures from the Almostman Brothers tour, uh, <laughs> like our drummer Grant. Uh, pouring all of his school lunch chocolate milk all over the pizza and then eating it. Uh, I would never check that. us out on Instagram. We are at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, you want to know where the real shit is on the internet? Follow us on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. Not you know, Mark Maron's podcast is going to tell you one thing. We're going to tell you how Obama really got AIDS. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and if you like the show, uh, and Mark us, was from the toilet seat. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> if you like the show and us as a cover band, please only ask us to play Brown Eyed Girl once each. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rule. One per band member. <laughs> One per band member. <laughs>Episode 178. WCW was, uh, in the early to mid-90s, did so many stupid, silly, like, giant construction things. Yes, this, this is they exactly what I want. The the Tower of Doom, I believe, uh, or maybe it was called the Doomsday Cage. Uh, I think, I think the, this one is the Tower of Doom, where it's like, imagine a you know cage match, and it has, like, the roof of, like, you know, chain link fence kind of mm-hmm. roof on it. But there's three levels of that. And they have to, they do this thing where like it's, it was Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and this is pre-NWO. So they're both still good guys. They're both still just classic, you know, uh, white meat baby face as they call them. (laughs) Um, Those two versus basically every bad guy in existence. (laughs) Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and a bunch of other people, including two people who had never even, they'd never even been seen before. They just brought them in. Okay. uh, Just two, like, giant muscle dudes. One of whom uh, is... Was a tiny Lister from oh, yeah. you know from the yeah. movie Friday? Oh, tiny Zeus. Yep. He he was Zeus in the WWF briefly. Yep, yep. yep. And then he they, he was he wrestled here in this one single match as Z Gangsta. <laughs> the other guy played Bane in Gangsta one of the nineties. Uh, Batman. <laughs> yes, but he played Bane in one of the nineties Batman movies. Uh-huh. Uh, and he initially they were going to call him the Final Solution. And then the people who came, who made that decision had to be told what the final solution was. And so then they're like, oh, shit, we can't use that. We can't use that. So then they called him the ultimate solution. Okay. You find this. And so Grant's telling the story about this, like, seedy business that's, like, you know, all about, like, these back deals and, like, you know, like uh, – uh, pulling the wool over someone's eyes and not not necessarily being as scrupulous as you'd like, and it's like we can't call it that. So you know the core. <laughs> there are limits yeah, even for yeah. us. The core is pure at some point. Yeah. Like even they yeah. were just like, wait a minute. So all right, after after the surgery, then Hulk Hogan comes out, and now he's not Hulk. He's Hulk Acost. No, 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 no. I'm gonna have to explain why you can't use either. Hulk across the final solution. Yeah. <laughs> Lebensraum. You can't say yeah. Hulk needed more Lebensraum yeah. in the yeah. ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yes. Turn internet over.